There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. It's Lori and Julia Show on Metal Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. I'm going to say today is Hump Day, but since Monday was a holiday, did that actually make yesterday Hump Day? I'm confused. Uh, regardless. Yeah, we've been like pleasantly surprised all week long to find ourselves a day ahead. Yeah, I love already, it. I know. It's, it's so Wednesday. great. Yeah, it's okay. Wednesday. Yeah. It's, I love it's it. basically the weekend. Now, if we could just get the weather to, you know, stop. Yeah, well. Boy, I mean, Julia and I were caught in. Oh. Torrential. Torrential rain. I heard it coming down. It was... Were we, what time were we leaving the Lexington? Like 8.30? Mm-hmm. But I was caught going into my my talk umbrella. It went in the opposite direction. It oh, just popped okay. straight up. And then I'm trying to get it, you know, shove it in the wind. I learned in Hawaii when I lived there how to charge rainstorms. Oh, yeah. I know that. Yes. You have to walk, walk behind your, your umbrella with it in with front of you and hunch behind it. Charging yeah. the rain. Right. And so I learned how to do that there. Mm-hmm. So I... I started doing that so my umbrella came back down and mm-hmm. then while I'm doing that the bottom handle came off Don't. I was laughing so hard it's a lovely promotional item yeah, you know what is quality. still the best umbrella are the umbrellas like the queen carries um and I first saw them when I lived in Japan and they look bottom. It's oh. a type of style are they the ones that are clear they're clear that we had when we grew up yes oh. but they came over to the you. side, they came over you. It wasn't just like the canopy umbrella. Right, it's more of a bell shape. Yes, I feel like and I'm I lost. Claustrophobic oh, under that. but it yeah. really like if you lived like we lived in Japan, and there would be rains like that when it it's been sideways. really hot, where yeah. it's just sideways. Yeah, and it's warm rain. Right, you know, and it was like that was like monsoon rain last night. Oh. I mean, uh, the fl- I don't know. I just, I'm, you know. We're having extremes. We're it's all those color-coordinated umbrellas. Oh, I know. That's, that's just so fancy. That's fantastic. They're like $42. Yeah. Are at, they those? Yeah. yeah. Well, the kind, the the British kind, it's a name. It's like not Dorsey and Whitney, because that's a law firm here. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's Whitney and Doris. But you know how a lot of oh, yeah. Rumble, Drew Turnbull, yes. and Asser, yes. and, yep. and something. And Hunter they, and... And, Gr- and Douglas. Yes. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> Hunter and Douglas, they do blinds over here, over there, they do umbrellas. Yeah. But yeah, Lori, it's, it's true because a lot of people, it's kind of crazy weather out there. Yeah. And crazy, crazy. We're very, we're very happy that Stephanie Hansen has joined us in the 50 club and, uh, oh, oh, you know, really? the bleep at 50s. And she was like all excited because she's about, her husband is like, what, nine years older than she is? Mm-hmm. So a lot of their friends have been. Older Do you than know she is? how long I know, we've you've waited? Do, you've I've waited known her, her since 88. Like, like you were happy when she turned 30, I bet. We were happy when she... Yeah. 
So it's like, it was like how I felt last year when Nicole Kidman turned 50. It pleased me greatly. You know, I love that. It just, and then I told her all about, you know, my aunt Claudia's wise words about turning 50. Well, tell everyone. Freaking the hell out. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I freaked out about a quarter century. I better freak out about a half a century. And my Aunt Claudia was just like, oh, the 50s are the best. Yeah. And I said, why are they the best? I don't know. You just don't give a bleep anymore. <laughs> we call it the bleep at 50s. It's so much fun. And your kids are so gone true. and you've got money and you read. It's so much fun and you don't care about saying yes anymore and just yeah. a lot of other things she i said well i thought 40 was liberating that way she said oh it's even more and i have found that to be 100 percent, a thousand percent I, true. I have to admit i have yeah too. you let go of yeah. a lot more things oh, and it's just a very it's a very and claudia was like you know my auntie was like kind of representing you know like she had kids you know in her 20s and stuff mm-hmm. but she said you know for a lot of people women it's the first time they're free again mm-hmm after raising children and working and, and running yes, the home yes, and doing yes. all that, she just said there's a thousand little million ways um, to find joy. To find joy, yeah. yeah. So. And age is just a number. It's just a number until your feet say otherwise. <laughs> or your abs. <laughs> or your yes. abs. Everything else on your body. <laughs> or some New Orleans on Saturday. You know what I'm going to give you? If I, I don't think I brought it, but I'm going to give you a tip. I was supposed to get some juniper berry tea. And apparently, if you've got a gigantic toddler feet syndrome, otherwise known as Frodo feet, like mm-hmm. I do, jun- juniper berry helps. The people I traveled with. Did she get this this weekend? No, she had puffy feet. Yeah. Moleskin, because she was for her sandals, because the feet would rub together and get her toes would rub together and get blisters. So you just put little pieces of moleskin everywhere and you're good to go. I don't get any... She got blisters in her shoes. Yeah. So I was just telling you. Yeah. No, I know all about moleskin. I've bought moleskin in department stores. I've bought moleskin in Paris. I've bought moleskin in Rome. I Yeah. No, I should just dig it out so I don't have to go to the Well, right. Walgreens just so you have it. In so New juniper Orleans. berry tea. Tea. Oh, wow. You ready for some very warm weather in Donnie, New Donnie, I looked. Okay. Oh, don't. I'm I be, looked. Uh, it's 95 and sunny. 94 I'm, Saturday. I'm so jealous. 97 on Sunday with 65% humidity. Oh, I'm yeah, yeah. so jealous. <laughs> yeah, no, it's going to be... I, Ooh, um, steamy. Yeah, bring the baby. Jealous. Yeah, so anyway, but yeah, apparently, um, yeah, it's going to be nash and sticky. Wow. By so, the way, uh, Queen Elizabeth uses Fulton umbrellas. If you'd oh, like. is that what it's called? Okay. Fulton. Yes, Thank Fulton. You. Yes. The nice, they're nice. They look like brand. tulips, upside down. Yeah, tulips. they do. They're really pretty. All right, listen. Um, Truth in my life. Now we're falling like the rain. So let the river run. One night stand. Turn it to night stand. It was called some lights. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. Well, if you thought yesterday was the end of the story with Roseanne Barr and her entire show, Roseanne, being canceled because of the racist uh, tweet that uh, Roseanne shared. Uh, this was the update at 7.01 on GMA, the Today Show, and CBS. And it's Roseanne hasn't stopped tweeting since. She so, told us she was going to, though, yes. A return to Twitter, sending out several apologies. Don't feel sorry for me, guys. Today, my words caused hundreds of hardworking people to lose their jobs. And later explaining in a since-deleted tweet, 
It was two in the morning, and I was ambushed from an early Tuesday morning tweet storm. Barr replying to a tweet about an Obama administration conspiracy theory, writing this about former Obama advisor Valerie Jarrett. Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes had a baby. Equals VJ. Jarrett addressed the tweet during a planned MSNBC town hall on racism in America Tuesday night. Well, first of all, I think we have to turn it into a teaching moment. I'm fine. Hours after Tuesday's post, Barr tweeted an apology for making a bad joke and declared that she is now leaving Twitter. But those tweets did little to calm the firestorm already ablaze. Hours later, statement is abhorrent, repugnant, and inconsistent with our values. Some are praising ABC's decision to drop the popular sitcom, while others are saying the network should have seen it coming. Barr has repeatedly tweeted conspiracy theories about Parkland shooting survivors, and most recently, Chelsea Clinton, saying the former first daughter was married to a nephew of George Soros, and when Clinton corrected her, she took another shot. But overnight, Barr tweeted several personal apologies. Before news of the cancellation, producer Wanda Sykes announced she was quitting the show. The latest season, centering around a white working-class American family, has tackled hot-button issues head-on. Now, just months after Barr's return to the spotlight, an abrupt ending to her show, and possibly her TV career. The Roseanne reboot was the highest-rated and most-watched series on broadcast TV, with another season already in the works. And for but that, that's what she's doing. But oh she's gosh. continuing to she's retweeting just horrible things right now. Too. Yes, really? yeah, she is like, yeah. Um, uh, you know, one of my producers, Wanda Sykes, caught calling President Trump an orangutan. Uh, Let's see. One is that's um, not even the, Joy Behar made a joke about President Trump. Just, but that's that's a fake thing. One I of know. the things. Okay, one of the things that has made Roseanne nuts is all this, all this. Like I think Ian Punnett. Here's here's what, what he said and a half hours ago. She tweeted, "I'm not a racist. I never was. I never will be." One stupid joke in a lifetime of fighting for civil rights for all minorities against network studios at the expense of my nervous system, family wealth, will never be taken from me. Ian Punnett, our dear Ian, mm -hmm. uh, he tweeted back to her. He said, you're right, uh, Roseanne. Nobody can take your reputation from you. You took it from yourself. Framing two lies from white national websites as jokes, the least you did was create racist jokes. Nobody made you. Ambien did not make you. You became what you were reading. And one of the things, like Whoopi Goldberg on The View, you know, one of the things Roseanne uh, tweeted was this photo of Whoopi at the Women's March a year ago in January, and it looked like she had on Make America Great Again, and it looks like a, a, a President Trump with a gun to his head. Yep. Okay, and she was furious, real photoed, photo and her t-shirt said and you thought it was a nasty one before buckle up buttercup right. and she said you are not taking me down with you and also joy behar uh the, there's a lot of fakery that goes on as much as president trump likes to say the media is fake there's so many bots and websites and stuff that are fake 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 and what happens when people get into reading all of these is you you don't have the right information and you, you go crazy. don't and you become what you're reading and mm -hmm. and if you might have been able to have seen this coming 
Uh, she has said she's going to explore all her options, whatever is in her contract. But, I mean, even two weeks ago at the upfronts, Ben Sherwood with ABC was kind of making jokes about, oh, you know, she's kind of a controversial, you know, month ago, two months ago, three months ago, four months ago. It's a lot of, it's, it's, it's nonsense. Mm-hmm. There is no Obama conspiracy. There is no deep state. There's right. not all this stuff. And it's meeting on Twitter from things they don't even know mm-hmm. who the people yeah, are. And there's a lot of white national groups that can well, doctor and, things. And the and, Russians. Hello. And the Russians have been doing yeah a lot of it. I, and I think the thing a lot of people are saying oh, that I've been hearing is, too, that, you know, Roseanne was representing a different view. She's pro-Trump. On her show, which was fine, which is absolutely fine, but it kind of reminded me is not a racist. These are different things. These are different things together. Yeah, well, that's where a lot of people are thinking. Oh, well, if you're getting rid of Roseanne, it means you're saying a wide, painting a wide uh, brush. I do think a lot of people that support him are racist. And what she says is resonating with them. I'm not saying all of them, mm-hmm. but I know I have like, there's one person in my family. I know. Um, and she, yeah, I said, you're like the greatest things the Russians could have ever found. Uh, <laughs> you and Roseanne. She and, even went to Russia last year. Yeah, yeah. I'm not <laughs> even kidding you. And and it makes her so upset. And I'm like, we already have a real, real enough stuff to be upset about. But Roseanne is... But I, I really. But you really get off on all this back and forth kind of stuff. It doesn't make for. Uh, no, I, I think a lot of parents probably had great teachable moments with their children. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. I even send something, and my kids always remind me, "Mom, we don't go on that. We don't do that. We would never do that. Yeah. We don't believe that." Um. And, and I'm sick of you telling us this. I mean, I get that, but I'm like, right. I don't care. You can always remind someone, but to blame it then. Not only then she takes it a step further and, and blames it on Ambien, the sleeping. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I and one. this was just a yeah. reminder for us. Like I will go back like six, seven years when um, Tiger Woods had crazy oh, the Ambien, Ambien sex. sex. Yes, Ambien's we were, always getting thrown under the bus. I know. We were broadcasting at the Minnesota Hotel, and we had all those people mm-hmm. coming up or telling us about their crazy Ambien sex. Yeah, and um, and then someone says Ambien Ambien re- retreated that while all pharmaceutical treatments do have side effects racism is not a known side effect of any uh ambient yeah. medication mm-hmm. yeah well and the trope of likening uh people of color to apes it's terrible. Is, is is an old mm-hmm. old trope yeah. and roseanne has referred in like four or five years ago i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Otis Susan Rice as, you know, uh, an ape with oh, an ape in high heels. Just 
it's just it's flat just, out racist. There's yeah. no other way around it. It's not a joke. And and, and and remember from many years ago when she was doing the baking thing with the Hitler mustache and yeah. the swastika yeah, armband. Well, again, I, and that is where people who are questioning ABC saying, hey, well, what did you expect? Because she has a long history right. of courting controversy and doing these kinds of things. But, I mean, you still have to give props to ABC and Disney for canceling a show that, that made a ton so of money successful and employed so many so many, so people. many people that's, are affected from yeah this. that's really a drag because i guess you know you you know that writers and actors have turned down other things and, and other the shows seasons already started for next year oh, yeah. so they have no you know we don't know what their yeah. compensation packets will be but I, it really is something. Yeah, it it really it really is. Wendy Williams was hilarious. She's like, Roseanne Barr, what the hell are you doing? Why would you do that? She says, the woman signing your paycheck said ABC is a black woman. Right. You think that you're so untouchable? Mm-hmm. And she said, yeah. She doesn't care probably about the money either, though. I think she does care if you follow her today on Twitter. She cares very much about this. I think she feels um, bad the family member that right. has been begging her. To, to lay off Twitter, if not her no, co-stars and ABC, yeah. just but saying, I mean, "Mom, to, you're making yourself sick." Be, yeah, no kidding. You're making yourself sick, and you're becoming what you're reading. Thank you, Ian. Anyway, ugh, ugh. All right, yeah, it's not I know. over yet. Yeah, no, no, no she's still retweeting. She's exploring her options. Yeah, yeah. So yes. the next thing you know, she's gonna try. Now a trend has emerged. This is the My Talk Now Trending Report. What's happening right now? Trending online this afternoon, Ambien. Ambien, the maker of the drug Roseanne Barr claims to have consumed when she made her racist tweets yesterday, said racism is not a known side effect of Ambien. Mm -hmm. Fallout 76 trending. Fallout 76 will be the next game in the Fallout gaming universe. Also, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt trending the fourth season of the show is now on Netflix. However, it's only the first part of the season. That's leaving fans a little worried on when they will get the second half of the season. Also, BTS trending. The K-pop group is the first K-pop group to be on top of the Billboard album charts. Also, Jeff Goldblum trending. The actor is set to release his first jazz album on Decca Records. The album will be out later this year. Also trending. Did I mention it's World Otter Day? World Daughter Day? Otter. Oh, Otter Day. Like sea otters. That's much different. Yes, that is much (laughs) different. Although otters do have daughters. Yes, they do. about otters daughters very cute that's what's trending here at my talk all right here's your forecast that is brought to you by ashley home stores uh, more showers and thunderstorms likely before 10 o'clock tonight 64 the low tomorrow eventually will be partly sunny with a high of 84 right now it is 74 not my talk now you know what we know see more at mytalk 1071.com
everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us Hola. so much. So uh, over at GMA about the whole Roseanne thing, because they're owned by ABC. Yes, but you are. could you could tell that, you know, Robin Roberts was just like, oh, no. You know, yeah. she was just like, I'm having is, none of this. I'm having none yes. of this. This is not a joke. This right. is not. I mean, really upset. And so they did a a, a story on uh, Roseanne. Uh, about her long history of courting controversy. Yes. They say what goes up must come down. I was not prepared for, like, the crazy crash of celebrity. Roseanne Barr may be living proof. I'm one of these people that I have, I call them my fans, people who love to hate me. Back in the 80s and 90s, the Roseanne show dominated primetime. In 1989, she was on more magazine covers than anyone else in history. But the original Roseanne show was also widely known as Hollywood's unhappiest workplace. Roseanne has been a notorious figure in television for decades now. On the original version of her show, it was a revolving door of writers. People would get fired and hired and fired and rehired. Um, it was a chaotic type of set. The Roseanne Show reboot confronted an updated list of real-life issues. A blue-collar family now grappling with health care, a tough economy, changing gender roles, and Trump. Our last election, the jokes were just writing themselves. We wanted to show an accurate depiction of America. It's very divided. Roseanne's sometimes controversial Twitter feed ended up upstaging everything else. Her humor has always pushed the envelope. Almost a decade ago, she courted outrage with this photo shoot. The domestic goddess in a Hitler mustache. Baking cookies in the shapes of Jews? No, people said it was in the shape of Jews, but it was not Jews. It was Palestinians. Then there was the oh. night she mangled the star-spangled banner at a Padres game. It was disgraceful. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to lose every single thing that I've ever worked for. Do you feel like you've sold your soul to become famous and you've paid a price for it? Yeah, that's the deal that all celebrities make. They decide, well, these are safe topics that I can speak out on. Reboot of the Roseanne Show would have been inconceivable. Times change, fans are forgiving, but this was already Roseanne's second chance. Yeah. Chance was the last word. Yeah, it was the last word. And um, so, you know, they they stuff with that. And then on a later story, then they shared about just kind of even what's happened since the announcement of the show coming back. And Tom Arnold, like a oh. couple months ago, was like, I'm, you know, Rose, these, these are dangerous things that she's sharing online. And I, the more I think about what Ian said, I do think that you are, people are getting sick reading all this stuff. It's becoming what they're, uh, reading in a way. And Jimmy Kimmel, I know he, he's getting some flack about it, but. He said what the real Roseanne said is indefensible, but angrily attacking a woman who's obviously not well does no good for anyone. Take a breath and remember that mental health issues are real. The Roseanne I know could possibly use some compassion and help right now. So, well, but how does he she, know she has mental health? How does he know that? She's, she's talked about, about that she before. before. She's basically be saying clear. in that okay. last thing that she hit kind of the rock bottom. Yes, she and is. then she understood that you do have to sell out a little bit for celebrity because people don't like everybody's opinions. Yeah. And you're, you know, they want to see her be Roseanne. 
Yeah, Polly Perrette from NCIS, she uh, tweeted, there's an old adage, a sober man's thoughts are a drunk man's words. So she said, so a racist gal's thoughts are ambient words. (laughs) Sorry, Roseanne, too much. Um, You know, um, and then, you know, there's a lot of funny jokes about Ambien and all of that kind of stuff. But the biggest thing and what Ambien says, you know, taking Ambien doesn't make you racist. Well, that was the best line ever that Ambien said. Yeah, 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 that they had to do that. No. So um, anyway, and uh, so, yeah. I just think, you know, I... I think your kids are having a real, like, they're like, Mom, we've got to sit down and talk. Because her kids are, like, in their 30s. Yeah, Yeah. they are. And uh, she's talked before about, um, you know, how hard it was on them when she kind of had to go off the grid. and She moved to Hawaii. Yeah, the macadamia nut farm. I mean, because Mm -hmm. she, yeah. Yeah. And and I think, uh, you know, some wise people always say, um... I remember this around 9-11 and when we started the 24-hour news cycle mm-hmm. and everything leads, whatever bleeds, leads. Mm-hmm. And all the disaster here, disaster there, tornado, hurricane here, mm-hmm. hurricane there, that that not being 24-7 attached to the news yeah. and staying away. And I feel like social media is the new I know it's an addiction. It's an addiction for people. Our phones are an yeah. addiction. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's something well, to I mean, disconnect she, yeah. from it and just give yourself peace of mind. Well, if you look at what Roseanne has been tweeting about for a long time, if I will say that ABC, like they, they could have seen that, wow, what is going on in her mind, in her world? Because it is crack pot conspiracy stuff from real out you know just it doesn't make any sense it's like the wingiest of uh, conspiracy theories whatever it could just be you know obama and the russians and this and then that or this Mm -hmm. and what about hillary and the email and it doesn't it's you're like oh my god i'm getting dizzy and this is for months she's been doing this Mm -hmm. I think ABC was willing to take the chance because they too. saw the pot of gold at the end of the and rainbow. they had a good they had a good script. I mean, the woman, this Channing Dunn, the one who fired mm-hmm. her yesterday after Roseanne tweeted herself and everybody else out of a great lucrative job over Memorial Weekend, um, going on her crazy Twitter rant about politics. I mean, yes, she might have known that, but I think the script was good, the writing was good. They had Wanda Sykes, Sarah Gilbert, and we don't know behind the scenes if people were saying things to them. Now, Roseanne has since tweeted she threw Sarah Gilbert and and, uh, DJ Connor. Nice, you guys threw me under the bus. But then she retweeted. (laughs) I know it. Then she retweeted to Sarah, (laughs) though, and said, hey, I get it. Yeah, no. You have to distance yourself from me. It's... She, she, nobody threw her under the bus. She threw herself under the bus. Yeah. Don't blame others. Yeah. I think it would be really, and when you talk about, um, you know, breakdowns and things like that, mm-hmm. I think it would be, I, this would deserve one when you think about how many people She's, have been affected. But I think that she, she could have a breakdown now from this, but if well, you're on Ambien and it's a, a long weekend, that is not a perfect excuse to tweet more racist crap and that people would have, it would have just kind of slipped under the radar. And all it was was a response back to somebody. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even like a, 
an original a tweet, thought. an original tweet that mm-hmm. she that created she, that she created, mm-hmm. and so, but that is how she thinks. I mean, that's the that's and, and that's I, what you get the sense of. Like that right. is really what she believes. And, there, and this is not people, about politics. This is about race, racism, and it's, people are racist. There are, mm-hmm. but people who are racist never want to admit it. Right, but they are their actions. Actions will show it, and the way they will speak about people. I mean, uh, I know. All right, we got to move on to some we'll happy places. On. We'll move on to something else. Let's move on else, to but, some happy places. But I really hope that someone just takes uh, Roseanne by the hand, it makes her put down her phone, and because when all of this, when she Settles. stops engaging and going back and forth. She probably is going to feel pretty terrible oh. about all the people that are out of work. And I think she is. Yeah. How do you not? Yeah. I don't know how you would Because a flippant tweet, you know, and this is, and you see this happen in different uh, situations that it's just, oh, I'll like that tweet or I'll retweet that tweet. Some of it's really bad and you have to think mm-hmm. on social media. It has such a broad impact. Well, I, I'll tell you what, it has made any employers who are looking mm-hmm into who people are Mm -hmm. it's so easy to find out who you are on social media that's right and you may not ever know why you didn't get the call back Mm -hmm. but i mean you need to you need to you need to watch out what do you think careless whispers what do you think hubbard's gonna say about all your snatch chat bunny pictures who? Uh, oh, here? I'm not. I, I just call Snapchat Snatch Chat. I'm not doing my Snatch on any of my no, Snaps. No, you weren't. But you always take pictures of yourself today. Lori's a bunny. <laughs> Yesterday she was a cow. But Tomorrow they disappear. she's going to be lamb. They Does she have something going on with her mental health? Yeah, she always well, wants to be an animal. Yeah. No, they're the cutest things ever, and I'm yeah. just kidding. Yeah, no, well, I'm I'm just in love with that damn Snapchat. I know, it's the My cutest one thing friend ever. and they're I the just... the cutest pictures ever. All we do is back and forth. We're like in eighth grade, and we do the voice changer quite a bit of the time and say terrible things to each other. Mm-hmm. It's funny. <laughs> Donnie, it's so funny. I, I was with someone this weekend that does it, and I was just laughing so hard. I know. What's, what's the one that can change how your head looks so you look like that's, you're in a funhouse mirror? Snapchat. Yeah, Snapchat. Oh, I've done it with my daughter, and we just howled. Oh, I know. It's, it's so hilarious. Fun. There's some funny distortion things that yes. you can do on it. Yes. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah. All right. Uh, listen, we come back. Uh, this movie, this little movie, is turning out to be one of the biggest hits of the summer. You're sitting next to us while you're in traffic because I can see the monitor and it looks bad out there. Yeah, that's a 494 westbound. I don't know what's Whoa, going on. Whoa, parking lot. Yeah. So, okay, so one of the greatest success stories of the summer just opened. And uh, let's hear a little bit from the Today Show. And this is about RBG, the, as in the notorious RBG, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Okay. A bell of the law, Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg is the focus of a surprise breakout box office hit. Titled RBG, the documentary is making headlines, topping charts, and bringing in crowds. 
The intimate profile, which has grossed close to $6 million since its limited release four weeks ago, chronicles the 85-year-old's fierce commitment to gender equality and her nearly six-decade-long love affair with husband Martin Ginsburg, who passed away in 2010. Julie Cohen directed the documentary with friend Betsy West. Supreme Court justice is considered kind of untouchable and unknowable to a certain extent, but over the past few years, Justice Ginsburg has become something of a pop culture icon or even a rock star to a lot of millennials. The inspiration for skits on Saturday Night Live to bits on The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. Dub the Notorious RBG, a play on late rapper Notorious B.I.G. Justice Ginsburg's image is behind everything from Halloween costumes and tattoos tattoos to t-shirts pins and mugs she was nominated to the highest court in the country by president bill clinton in the 1990s but her story of dissent goes back decades she had what was a radical idea at the time that women and men should be treated equally as a matter of constitutional principle in my lifetime i expect to see three four perhaps even more women on the high court bench Women not shaped from the same mold, but of different complexions. The idea that people would worship a woman who's 85 because they think she's really smart and accomplishing something for society, that seems pretty cool to me. Wow. It's, it's so funny to see her as a, as yes. a film star. But a lot of people are wondering, you know, is she going to stay on the court? She is 85 years old. It's a tough job. So it sounds like, according to the producer of this film, that yes, uh -huh. she is going to not retire. She's going to continue working. Mm -hmm. She travels all over the country speaking, and she still works out three times a week. And that, wow. and her mo the movie RBG, this document documentary, it's only been out for weeks, and it's only in four hundred theaters. Yeah, it, it, so for the fact that it's made six million, that's, yeah, that's a per screen number that's really good. It's it's about seventeen thousand dollars a screen, yeah. and so they said already this is considered one of the biggest success. Uh, movies of the summer right. and i remember us talking about yes, it when it would have. come and yep. will it just be at the mm -hmm. lagoon or whatever and the film the filmmakers um wanted to have an all-female uh crew because right. of her long fight going back to the early 70s about ruth bader ginsburg for equal rights and when they first approached her i mean it's been years in the making well These right documentary it's, filmmakers right. it's composed of 250 different pieces uh, interviews videos everything else yeah and um so they had interviewed her in the past um and she had said no but when the notorious RBG nickname was given to her in 2013. Yeah. And it's a play on, of course, the notorious B.I.G. After a series of notable dissenting opinions she wrote for the court, including in Shelby County versus Holder, which struck down a key section of the Voting Rights Act of 1965. And they started... Uh, thinking, I wonder, I bet people don't know very much about it. I don't. Just like saying the notorious RBG yep. and this and that. And so um, they just, she said, well, I can't talk to you in 2015 for several more years, but here are people you could start with. So um, it has 94% on Rotten mm -hmm. Tomatoes. It's It's gone, net, it's at Rosedale, Landmark, yeah. Invergrove, Oakdale. Mar I mean, it's gone broad now in the Twin Cities. Yeah. You can see it in a lot of theaters. Okay, good. Yeah. So um, anyway, so it, of course, the filmmakers who uh, or the, the production company 
or Magnolia, who acquired the film yeah. after Sundance, they uh, distributed the um, Oscar-nominated James Baldwin documentary, I Am Not Your Negro, which um, became the last non-nature document documentary film to even go to $5 because always the nature docs make money oh, yeah. sure yeah mm-hmm. the march of the penguins march of the yeah. penguins yeah. the ocean right yeah. and you can see them at like um you know a science museum or yeah, something the and the theaters yeah. and things like and that the amy uh winehouse documentary made about 8.4 million okay and um remember i think that one won an oscar when mm. that came out, the Amy, okay, that 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 movie. So um, anyway, they're just really happy about it, and so I just thought that'd be good to. Well, I would like get. to learn more about her. I feel like um, I saw the little the sixty minutes on her, and she's a pistol, and yes. she's eighty five, five foot one, and she works out all the time with this guy who does weight training with yes, her. Yes, weight heavy weights and planks. Yep, and planks. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, oh, she and cool. Cher. Lori, I totally Cher and thought, her five-minute planks. Uh-huh. I did my 10-minute abs today. What's that? Oh, it's on Beachbody On Demand. Oh, that back to that thing? Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I've, I've made it for a week. I can see the six-pack coming. Can you? Really? Like, you oh, can feel you guys it. Wow. I don't even know. Yeah. Uh-huh. I can see the outline of I something. Can, <laughs> I, yes. I, I saw, and I didn't even, you know... Yeah, it's going to be there. I just feel it. Yeah. For the fair, I'm just going to just be ripped. Are you? Yeah, sure. Because we're wearing our crop tops every day at the fair. Listen. And we're going to bring back tube tops by great demand. Listen, Serena Williams. Okay, I'll wear one also. <laughs> oh, Donnie. That would be hysterical. It's like that guy I, on uh, Instagram. Do we follow Carrie Dragshaw on Insta? I don't know. Because Carrie Dragshaw. Carrie some Dragshaw d- oh, yeah. of Carrie Bradshaw. Yeah, Carrie Dragshaw. Okay. And uh, he, he he looks fantastic in his tutu and tube top. <laughs> oh, gosh. Here he is. Yeah. Carrie yeah. Dragshaw. Oh, yeah. We have to follow tube Carrie Dragshaw. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. Oh, no. That will not no, be. Okay. Okay. First of all, I look like a corrugated cardboard box <laughs> in a tube top. To, oh, no. I, 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 oh, my, you see here the ripples of the thing. My tube top is done. And Julia's days. tube top days, yeah. Were I'm they with ever that. with you? Did you ever wear them even in the day when you they were in? You know where I would wear them? Underneath you, like a blouse like I have on. Yes. Like I'd wear a tube top, boob tube, a boob underneath tube. the blouse. Uh, yes. But really, it and was never... And then you tie it up yeah, at the waist. It was yeah, never but, really a good look on me. No. I'll well, be honest. Well, yeah. I, I could wear like bustiers. You couldn't even walk fast in a tube top no i would be worried about it falling down yeah mm-hmm. no i wasn't my thing no it wasn't there's so many other looks there that when was a thing and then remember it so then they had the tube tops with the crinkled material and then oh, they yeah. started the adding sleeves oh yeah they started the adding little sleeves and little straps and it you was like well, the, well that's a little bit better but you remember still? they made the ruffled oh. sleeves yeah. and mm-hmm. people did not look good and you'd wear them with your bell bottoms but you i did mean, wear them and your dr shoal high um shoes what was the, the show that steve and sharon hosted you meant back in the day what was good, company. good, company. good company i still remember this when i was here back in the 70s they had a dance a disco dance competition oh. and the show was live right yeah right yeah and one of the dancers were in a tube top did it fall off oh yeah. come down yeah <laughs> okay whoops did the cameras stay <laughs> on it or did they have well, to... for a couple of seconds it's like what are we seeing here whoa, whoa boobies hysterical <laughs> remember gathering in the tv control room watch it again oh that's, <laughs> that's funny. funny all right we come back donnie's gonna make us play rock and roll jeopardy <laughs>